Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by hipstersofthecoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at patreon.com slash leavingalegacy. Magic is power. That's right, no worries. Alright, here we go. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Leaving a Legacy. My name is Patrick, I'm your legacy newbie. With me this week, as always, Mr. Jerry, me. What's up, Jerry? Not much, Pat. It is springtime, the weather's getting nice and beautiful out, just in time for quarantine to be lifted so we can spend all day indoors playing cards. (laughs) Yeah, did I tell you I'm getting my first uh, vaccine dose on Wednesday? Oh, man, you're yep. beating me to it. I'm getting mine in like two, three weeks. Nice. Three weeks? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Pretty stoked. My wife's already fully vaccinated because she works at the hospital. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm 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 amped. You know, uh, I got I got in a little early because I'm working with high school right now. We'll play, you know, coaching football and stuff. And uh, for everyone who's asking, we got rolled on Saturday. Unfortunately, we had a uh, very little effort by our team and uh, paid the <laughs> price. So uh got to run them through uh 40 sprints to the 41 sprints today and then uh a bunch of suicides and uh a, a, you know lap around the school and all kinds of fun stuff so you should make them sort your collection whenever they do poorly it's like all right guys i can't trust them with that because some of them have like <laughs> dumb sausage fingers worse than mine and they might crease a card or something they might they might ruin my my, my sweet new pulls <laughs> <laughs> true oh that's right because you got your uh time spiral box didn't i you? did yeah so i had some store credit uh built up uh from a top four finish uh at eld games sick humble brag and then sick uh, humble brag. <laughs> top but, four uh, fnm top four fnm no it was no it was one of the saturday legacy tournaments they had but anyway jerry uh so i, I it's i've had it for like a year and a half now obviously it's been a while since i played there because they haven't had any paper games going on during during quarantine and whatnot and uh so anyway i asked him if, uh, you know how much i had i had x amount so i'm like you know what like what are you selling boxes of a uh, time spiral for he's like oh this amount so i'm like all right well i'm gonna come down and pick one up he's like great so i went down uh i was talking to eric for a while he's obviously super nice he's been on the cast a bunch of times he's just a just a good guy um he was telling me about how the store is doing stuff and uh he's pivoted into a lot of board games there like there's mm-hmm. a ton of board game stuff a lot of like D peripherals i actually had both my kids with me because they had the day off from school on friday and um, so I picked up my box, picked up a, a board game, like a board game uh, that I play with the kids for a while, which is pretty fun. Um, and he gave my kids, you know, like he gave Liam some like an intro pack, like intro magic pack because Liam plays magic. And he gave Luki some uh, like a little Pokemon coloring book and stuff. It was just cool. He was like super nice guy, like very awesome to his customers. So um, nice. I was happy, happy to support the sh- support the shop. Um, he's been doing like the webcam legacy series. Um, like I think it's like Wednesdays and Fridays or something like that. Um, and he's like, it's been very successful. And he's like, on, he's, he's loving it because I was asking him like, oh, you know, are you going to continue it once we're able to start playing in store? Cause he's obviously can't wait for that to happen. And he's going to keep doing it because he's got people from all over the world who play in it every week. He's like, we have people from like Europe and South America and everywhere who play in the, in his weekly, uh, webcam series. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty sweet. So, uh, that's awesome. yeah. Yeah. And he's got, he's had some amazing support, like prize support. Um, I won't go into the details because I don't know if he's if he's talked about it at all. But let's just say he's he's had some people like a particular person really do a lot to uh, to boost that kind of like the prize support for that for that uh, event. So it was just cool to talk to him. It was it was cool to be in a game store. 
Um, I'm actually heading up to Etsy tomorrow to pick up some box, some more boxes of Time Spiral. Hell yeah! Uh, I'm coming uh, with you. Yeah, get some I, boxes of Time Spiral. <laughs> this is I'm I'm gonna end up getting th- three boxes, and I haven't purchased I haven't purchased sealed product in literal years. Like I can't you know I can't remember the last time I bought like a pack. Uh, maybe the last LAL event, I bought like a pack of Tempest, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, it's been, it's been a long time since I, since I bought some sealed products. So, uh, I ended up messaging Gavin over the weekend and just telling him, you know, how much, how much I love the set and how, like, I'm so, I was so happy that he's, he's kind of thrown us old fogies, a, a nice, uh, uh, nostalgia bone to chew on for a while. And he, he was, he was very kind. And he was like, he's like, honestly, he's like your show and the listeners of your show are a, a main driver for this for this product uh you know he's like you know you guys are really i know, you know last like, time like directly direct <laughs> like directly responsible which i thought was really really cool so yeah last um, time he was on i was shocked he said that that you yeah. know the leading legacy community was a big driver uh behind the you know tempest remastered or i'm sorry time spiral remastered yeah and just like coming to the events and stuff and talking to our listeners because we would have uh like leaving legacy dinners at GPs mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. and Gavin would come. And I always remember like the years leading up to it, Gavin was always asking, he's like, so hypothetically, if we were <laughs> ever to do old border reprints, what cards do you think would be the best yeah. cards to reprint? And yep. everyone's just like spitballing. And then I'm like, oh, he has a little notebook out and he's taking yeah. notes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's awesome. So I opened, I opened up my, my box I got. I was like, I'm going to keep a box. I'm going to like sit in a box. I'm going to draft a box and I'll open a box. And I got my box home and I had like 30 minutes to practice. So I really needed to like go to the school then. And I literally, I'm like, All right, I'm just gonna open one pack. And I open one pack. I'm like, I'm gonna open another pack. Dude, I opened the whole box. It was almost late for practice because I was enjoying so much opening packs and seeing the, you know, seeing the time, the uh, the time shifted cards and stuff. And uh, my pulls weren't like insane. I did get a foil Swift Spear, which looks really, really nice. I, I thought it was fitting that you pulled a foil Swift Spear. Dude, I know. So I'm not gonna lie. If like, I, I almost wish it was a Japanese box because if it had been a foil Japanese Swift Spear, I would have been like, well, now I gotta, now I gotta get the rest of the deck in Japanese. Now, now I got a Japanese foil to set. <laughs> yep, yeah, it would have been very dangerous, but um, no, it looks, I mean, they, there's something real. So I remember when Urza's, was it Destiny that came out that was the first set that had the foils in it? I believe with like that yes. star across the bottom. Um, yeah. I remember opening that was one of the first times like I had real actual money to myself because I was working a job at the time. I was, you know, I was probably like 17 years old, had like actual money um, so I could buy like packs. And I think I used to split booster boxes with my buddy Eric. And um, I remember opening those packs and seeing the foils and like I wasn't big into foils, but I'm like, oh shit, these look really cool with the star across the bottom. The shooting star I was like, these look really slick. And I had the same feeling when opening up those Time Sparrow packs. So um, anyway, this is a long tirade and I apologize for it. But I just want to say how hyped I am for the set. Um, I'm definitely going to be drafting it. Jerry and I have discussed doing a, a booster box like league. Yes. Thing. So, so talking, I'm talking to a couple buddies. I think yeah. we're, we're all going to get a box and we're going to do box constructed. Where you yeah. Yeah. Open. So- open the box and then build a deck with so uh, the cards you open. I might end up buying more than three boxes of this. Like, <laughs> you know you still have the box you already opened. You could just use that. Oh, yeah, true. Oh, and I did have a true name in there, an old board true name, which looks really nice too. So I guess true name and Swiss Fear aren't <laughs> bad in a deck. Um, but uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, it was great. Um, uh, really loved it. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's all I wanted to say on that. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. That's all. I, I came really close to buying a uh, foil old border uh, ponder. Bro, I'm, 
I'm not going to lie. I was thinking to myself, I was actually taking a shower earlier and I'm like, man, if I open up a, a like a foil pond route on one of these boxes, I was like, I think I just have to give it to Jerry. Like, because <laughs> like, I don't think I, cause there's, no I, I almost, I almost wish you wouldn't because the only reason why I didn't pull the trigger and buy the foil old border ponder was because <laughs> then I would have to buy three more. So that also got into my head. And I'm like, actually, that's kind of a very devious thing to do to him because then I am baiting him into like having to purchase the rest of the place. Yeah. So like, like oh, I this can- is a nice $300 gift that costs you 900 more dollars yeah it's like uh here here's a gift of heroin enjoy <laughs> a lifetime of giving. <laughs> yeah yep so uh but yeah so anyway um i would just say hey if this is like this is a product that's obviously catered directly to us legacy players and vintage players so um if you appreciate product like this fucking buy it because i would much rather have products like this that get introduced every two years than Modern Horizons or something stupid like War of the Spark that fucks up the format. So I would much rather have reprints of old border cards than them trying to fucking meddle in the the legacy, you know, metagame, so to speak. So yeah, that's just me. For sure. Um, I'm excited. But we have a guest and I'm I'm so sorry to keep him waiting for so long, but I did want to mention our newest patrons just before we get into the show. Oh, wow. What a tease. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. But I do want to get this out of the way real quick. Um, and I think they're actually, I think all three of these are resubscribed. So, which we always welcome, of course, and we really appreciate. Um, so Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy Mandias, 17, uh, a new patron, uh, Toyn Toyn, which I know I've said the name before because it's very unique, uh, uh, a recurring patron. And then uh, Travis Parsley, our buddy over the Legacy Pit, uh, joined the Patreon as well. So just a shout out to those three. Thank you so much for supporting the show obviously it's the way that we get to bring you guys this content every week um and if you want to support the show you can always visit patreon.com slash leaving a legacy and that's it jerry i am done uh bogarting the enti- entire show please introduce our <laughs> guests and i will go take a nap uh welcome back to the cast a stalwart of the community a organizer of his own time to make fun events for all of our listeners we have Danny Bobo Fraggles Cahill coming back to the cast. How you doing, man? Hey, Jerry. Hey, Pat. Thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Wait, have uh, we ever asked the we have we ever asked the the origin of Bobo Fraggles? Hey, wasn't it Fraggle Rock? <laughs> yeah, it's Fraggle Rock. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah I'm pretty it's sure. Fraggle Rock and Bobo the Clown. Uh, oh, okay. Two, were two of my favorite things as kids. Okay. Uh, so, wow, real uh, nightmare just, inducing. Uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. I may be a Stephen King fan. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. I could yeah. totally see an it remake using the Bob, the Fraggle Rock characters. I know. That, don't tease me, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't you tease me. Uh, well, yeah, it's been, it's probably been what, like two or three years since the last time you were on? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's been, um, quite a bit but this past year we uh officially relaunched uh back in june of 2020 we relaunched you know in the in, in the in the the midst of the lockdown we relaunched the community legacy league and now it's 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 doing really really well it's really really awesome. big now yeah for our uh listeners maybe our newer listeners who uh weren't around or people who don't remember uh danny started the community legacy league which was a weekly free legacy tournament uh that was run on magic online over discord and it was basically just a way for people to you know test out decks and you know have a little bit of a competitive atmosphere without necessarily having to you know shell out tickets for the magic online store 
Uh, and yeah, it was just always a, a bunch of fun. You put a lot of time and effort into it, you know, just donating your time. Uh, you were guys were, were you sponsored by, was it card kingdom for a uh, while? So, uh, shout out once again to the wonderful people over at card hoarder. Um, card hoarder. Oh, yeah. Man. So card hoarder sponsored us, um, a long time ago when the series stopped, um, you know, obviously they stopped giving us money and then, <laughs> and then Hey, once, we're going to stop. But if you could just keep those checks yeah, coming in, that'd be great. These tickets, I would really appreciate it. Um, no, but then when we relaunched, uh, it took us about five months, um, worth of, um, hustling, gathering support. And now they are once again, our sponsors. So shout out to card, uh, card order. Awesome. Yeah. Good people over at card order. That's, that's sick. Um, so give us a, give us a rundown for our, uh, listeners who haven't, uh, partaken yet. You know, what is the community legacy league? What's it all about? Yeah, sure. Uh, so the community legacy league is, um, every week it's a weekly Swiss style FNM event. Uh, it's four rounds. Typically, um, we give prizes, uh, from first to fourth place. If we do get greater than 18 players, we do give prizes out to, um, eighth place. Um, so basically we use this, uh, website called gatherling.com and gatherling.com is what we use for our registration, um, deck list submissions, um, pairings, results, um, all of that. And we use our discord, which is, um, which, uh, hopefully we can put a link some somewhere, uh, for, yeah, for the discord, but we use the discord as just a way to communicate in between rounds. Um, it's, it's always a lot of fun. It gives you like that, like real LGS atmosphere because, after you finish your, your game, you still have to wait for everyone else. So everyone's always in voice chat and we're watching other people's games. And it's like, you're oh, huddled nice. yeah, you're like huddled around someone's table, like at your LGS and you're like, <laughs> Oh, cool. sick. Look at that sick play. That person just made, you know, except you don't get yelled at uh, in hush yeah. tones to keep your <laughs> yeah, voice down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he played a true name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. He just ripped lightning bolts off the top. That would, uh, that would be frowned upon in paper tournaments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because the people who are playing can't typically hear you. So it's, you know, it's a um, it's a it's a really, really good time. Um, and we also started another type of event. It's a month long legacy event. Um, it starts to be at the first of each month and it runs three weeks. You have three weeks to play five matches against a pool of players. And then we cut it to top eight and you play it on your own time. Oh, so it's like a uh, kind of custom league invitational thing. Yeah, yeah. It's um the month of April will be a legacy um uh, a legacy event. So come on out and join us. Awesome. So it is uh, registration start like April first. Yeah. No. So registration's up now. Registration starts on the twentieth of each month, and then it runs for eleven days. And people can join as mu- as long as they want. Like people, will, let's say April tenth, want to join, they just sign up. Awesome. And then, yeah, they can play their five matches and then it cuts the top eight. And then the top eight has one week to finish their top eight matches. We ask them to coordinate with each other to figure out when, when they're going to play, but the numbers get big. We have like sometimes like 20, 30 people. That's sick. That's, that's awesome. And I mean, it's stuff like this that, you know, convinces me that legacy will never truly die. Even if like Hasbro goes under because, <laughs> You know, the cards are out there and people will still play with them. So, you know, oh, yeah. you'll have these grassroots tournaments get organized, whereas just, you know, some people who love the game and don't mind dedicating a couple hours a week uh, to making it happen. Yeah. And it's uh, it's nice, too, because like for the, the Community Legacy League, that's its own entity. It's every every week. If you play, we give prizes. So the prize payout is this first place gets three treasure chests. Um, second place gets two treasure chests, third and fourth each get one treasure chest. Um, but you also win um, leaderboard points. 
and Gatherling tracks a leaderboard. So if you consistently do well over time, uh, what we do is that at the every three months we end a season. So and at the end of the season, we give a full set of um, vintage masters power nine to the um, yeah to the to the leaderboard winner. So it's it gives people incentive to keep playing. And of course, this is all free to everybody that they, they don't have to pay yeah. to play this. So it's it's always been a, a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, just read it. Everything's 100 percent free. You're just doing this for love of the game. So yeah, it sounds like there's kind of like three ways. There's the the weekly tournaments, which uh, I'm sorry. What night was it again? That's uh, every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday at 7 p.m. So you got the weekly tournaments. Uh, you got the month long league. And then you also got the leaderboard fight, which I mean, Vintage Power Nine is a pretty sweet prize, but also you got to say those those bragging rights is a yeah, nice intangible yeah. uh, prize yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, we had one person. Um, so we we had one person almost win twice in a row, and I I had to like pull like, nope, you can't win twice. I had to think. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Eggy two one six. I had to put a cap on it, like like I as as it was going like the next season, he just kept winning. He just kept winning every single week with Paradigm Shift Merfolk of all. All the decks that exist. <laughs> he's like crushing it every single week That's and awesome. uh right towards that i'm like oh no he's gonna win nope nope can't win twice <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious uh so what what's kind of like the meta like because i feel an event like this you got a lot of uh regulars but you oh, also yeah. have people from all over the world a nice little kind of fnm style meta must develop uh, yeah what's kind of like uh the, the more interesting parts of uh that you've seen so, you know, one of the cool things about Moto is that people tend to change decks. Like, people don't just have one deck mm-hmm. uh, on Moto most of the time. So it's interesting because, like, when you get – we have about, like, 14 people that come back every week. They're just – they're staples. They are, they are going to be there. And it's like if I get paired against them, I'm like, oh, crap. I'm either versus Burn or Death and Taxes. Oh, crap. I, <laughs> I don't know which one it is. Or uh, So that's, like, a fun little dynamic. But we have a lot a lot of just combo i would say mm. combo by far runs this league hmm. so if if you're so, a good control player come come and join us <laughs> you know? so so pat can come and uh just spike the league with his blue red delver list. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah that's the one thing we we have like two we only have like two or three delver players really yeah in the midst of like huh. our tw- of like our 20 people we only have like maybe like two or three hmm. um like consistent delver players and we have like maybe two or three death and taxes players. Um, but like we have a lot of like interesting combo, like a learn hmm. and uh food chain. And uh <laughs> see, that's what I would do. If I'm if I'm playing like I like the community legacy league because it's a great, it's first of all, it's free, so you can do wacky stuff and not you know feel bad about losing value. Um, but it also has just enough competitiveness to keep you serious. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I I feel this would be a perfect uh, kind of play playground for like those like tier two, tier three combo oh, yeah, decks, which are, you know, not something you'd expect to win a GP <laughs> with, but you know, still respectable in your F and M. So yeah, yeah. You could like we've had like really interesting decks for it. I'd say so far the most interesting deck I've seen over the past couple of weeks is this bug alern deck um using cauldron familiar and cavern harpy. It's just hmm. it's pretty interesting. It, like and then out of nowhere, it's like Uro. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. your, your, your food chain and then just, um, I'm, I'm sorry, you're a learning and then just Uro that loop with a learn Cavern Harpy. Oh, because you can play, yeah. you can play Uro for free yep. at instant speed off yep. of and then, then, then you play <laughs> Cavern hilarious. Yeah, then you Cavern Harpy, <laughs> bounce the Uro, and then it's interesting watching. In response um, to the triggers. So yeah. You- 
So you draw, you draw you infinite draw. cards. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta try a learn again. I haven't played a learn <laughs> since Uro was printed. Like that's that's oh that streamlines the combo yeah. in that deck so much. Like oh yeah, my, the biggest problem with a learn historically is that you just need to fill your deck with junk to make it work. <laughs> like all those just like like bad commons and uncommons, of right? Yeah, creatures with bounce effects. But yeah, adding Uro that just streamlines that entire combo. Yeah, a lot. and like your backup plan is just Uro. Right. <laughs> That's just your backup. The plan, great like. backup plan of just cast Uro. <laughs> yeah. You don't really need much. And also with like Ice Fang Coatl, mm-hmm. the deck got way got way better. Because that's another draw engine with uh with Alert. It just has so many draw engines. It's it's just a fun deck to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've we've really, really enjoyed um shout out to Sulgi uh plays every single week. Well, I know what I'm playing on Magic Online <laughs> once this cast is over. <laughs> Tune in next week to hear how Jerry set $10 on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of reanimator too. That's one thing that um, I started like back in so many surgical extractions just because like we have like two or three reanimator players mm-hmm. every, every single week. You can only get Grizzle branded so many times before you're like, no more. <laughs> no, no, I will not be Grizzle branded one more time. <laughs> and then, of course, later you get Grizzle branded. Did you save room for your Grizzle brand? <laughs> <laughs> no dessert until you finish your Grizzle brand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, so sick. Uh, we'll get the uh, links to that posted up in the Facebook page. Uh, also, Danny, feel free to uh, you know advertise whenever there's events going on. Like, oh sure, that's honestly why we have the Facebook page is for stuff like that to get posted. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know. um, shout out to Machuga uh, from our lead. He's he's one of our, he's my he's my second in command when it comes to the Community Legacy League. He's been posting in your guys's Facebook page. Um, I haven't had Facebook for quite some time now, so. Um, he's been taking care of 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 that for me. Nice. Awesome. But yeah, we we've had a lot of people who have said, you know, I'm here because of leave, leaving a legacy. So we, I, you know, we really appreciate you guys bringing us on and having us talk a, talk a little bit about it. Hell yeah, sick. Uh, well, yeah. A- anything else you want to chat about before we kind of take a look at uh, some of the decks making the waves? I, I did have a question. You had mentioned we, we were talking on the pre-show about you guys do a pre-Innistrad legacy format. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me what that's about. All right, so this is awesome. Um, someone uh, on Discord, their name is FGC. Um, so shout out to them. But they had created this format, uh, and it was basically legacy pre-Innistrad, mm-hmm. but post-Innistrad ban. So hmm. like Mental Misstep is banned. Um, mm-hmm. Survival of the Fittest is banned. But Delver's not legal. So it's basically just uh, from alpha till right before Innistrad. Mm-hmm. And this format has been, it has been like just an absolute blast. You get to hmm. really play with, with cards from your, you know, your nostalgia days, but we do have a um, discord, which I'll, uh, I'll give you guys the, the, the link to as well. And again, we run these monthly style events where you sign up, you play five matches over the course of three weeks um and gathering does all the data all you have to do is report that you played this player and put in your result mm-hmm. and gathering tracks everything but um yeah so we have like this month-long event every single month which uh, we also give prizes for as as well for this one if you come first through fourth you'll get and this is um this might be controversial for the legacy crowd but you get a set of the walking dead secret layers <laughs> she's on all right episode over <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> is it because you yeah. fished them out of the garbage and no one else wanted? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'll, I will tell you ex- exactly why. I'll t- because I found them on eBay for 88 cents each. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is exactly why I'm giving these out. All right, I, I found them. I feel a little bit. I found them for cheap. Yeah, I found them for cheap. And I was like, you know what? People may or may not like them, but they're 88 cents. So you're, you're getting them. Yep. Eat that's em. awesome that that is amazing <laughs> <laughs> uh that's sick i i really want to try that because um a lot of people consider the divide in magic between the old border and the new border and you know that's definitely true to a huge extent but uh people don't really realize as much that uh the innistrad line really is an epoch oh. in legacy like i i consider the two eras of legacy to be pre innistrad post innistrad because they are yeah. two completely different formats oh i i'll tell you the deck building in pre innistrad legacy it's like the world's your oyster because mm. like it's really hard to go back and find these old deck lists but when you do one mental misstep is 100% legal so everyone's writing for those which we ban it because it's just it's mental misstep mm-hmm. and then also same thing with survival of the fittest every deck back then was using survival and of course we ban it so um when you build decks like it, it's just it's really interesting to see how like what's good and what's not like um painter servant is by far the best combo deck like it's just there's no combo deck that's going to be better than Painter. Um, and then, of course, Dredge has just got, like, insanely better because all the graveyard hate that's been printed, like, Rest in Peace doesn't exist. Mm. Um, so it's just it's just so, it's just so much fun. That's awesome. That- yeah, I've been playing, like, this, um, this blue-green Simic Madness deck using actual Waterfront Bouncer <laughs> and Vengevine. <laughs> it's like, this is a thing that happens, you know? So it's, it's just a lot of fun. That's sick. That's that's super awesome. Uh, yeah, I really want to explore more of the, uh, you know, fan made formats. Um, I've, I've had a bunch of fun playing uh, middle school. I, there just isn't as many players for that, but I'm always. Yeah, I've always wanted to try that. Middle school is a ton of fun. If you can convince your friend group to uh, everyone make middle school decks, you will have an absolute blast. Um, and one thing I was. Uh, kind of playing around with the idea with especially if the time spiral remastered becomes a uh, consistent thing is have kind of an alternate version of middle school uh, and also for our listeners who don't know middle school is a spinoff of old school uh, where it's basically allowing cards uh, up to uh, onslaught block so it's basically pre-modern is uh, is the realm of middle school uh, you know, has to have the old border frame. And I was thinking with the introduction of Time Spiral, uh, doing the old border frames, having uh, a format that is pre-modern basically, but then when in cards are time shifted to old border frame, they become legal in the format. That's that's a really good idea. And um, Jerry, if you ever wanted to set that up, let me know. <laughs> Um, because I can make my own formats on gatherling.com. Oh, so I, maybe I could we'll, collaborate to uh, do a little yeah. special. Do a little special. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I could actually make that format for you so people could register deck lists online. Uh, even, even if you didn't run it as a MTGO event, but you could still run it. Yeah, we, we, we got to talk because that, that sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, I'd be more than happy. And uh, if, if people, if listeners think this is a good idea, let us know on the, uh, the Facebook page um and you know if we get enough interest then you know we'll, we'll put this together but i just think it'd be awesome because first of all you just have the awesomeness uh that's the you know uh 
pre-modern format, but then keeping it fresh consistently with, with new cards entering it, that, that would be great. Think about using treasure cruise in that. Format. Oh yeah. <laughs> What's the most busted thing you can do with treasure cruise and true name nemesis in pre-modern. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh wait, cause monastery Swiss beer got uh time shifted, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We uh, might have to, we might. Yeah. But there's no Delver. Delver wasn't printed yet. Ooh, ooh, that's a good point. <laughs> so there's that's what is what does blue red burn look like without Delver of secret without uh, Delver of secrets. Ooh, see Brewers Paradise. This hmm. is a this is maybe a just Brewer's becomes Paradise. rug burn. Rug burn. You just play you play nimble mongoose. The goose is loose. Ooh, the goose yeah. is loose. <laughs> nimble mongoose, tarmogoyfs. You yeah. know, I I tried that post post bands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tried to like put Nimble Mongoose back in Rugged Elver. It did not go well. <laughs> no, uh, no Tarmogoyf either, Pat. Tarmogoyf wasn't printed yet. Oh right, right. Oh man, Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. No, no Hooting Mandrills. Hooting Mandrills wasn't printed yet. So it's only Old Border. It has to be Old Border. That's basically the requirement of the format. Is Old Border of pre modern? Yeah, basically pre modern. But it allows the t- hmm. the time spiral time shifted cards. You know, you could uh, you could add black and use spirit monger just for the good, just for good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, uh, I I definitely want to play around with this format. My the the deck I have for it is uh, is kind of janky. It's a uh, Kamal Fistacrosa combo with Goblin Sharpshooter. So turn all your opponents' <laughs> lands into one ones, and then Goblin Sharpshooter <laughs> them all away. <laughs> Can you like uh, a basilisk collar and go? Oh, I guess basilisk you don't really call- need basilisk, basilisk collar. Basilisk wasn't printed yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there, right are, like, there. there are so many cards where you're like, oh, I wish. And that's why the, the beauty of the time shifted is that you can just get excited. It's like, I really want this card to get time shifted. I really want this card to get. <laughs> like, I bet Gavin, no one told Gavin that they really wanted basilisk collar time shifted. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> I do I now. now. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, uh, so. Yeah, I I feel this format could uh could go somewhere. So if uh, if people are interested, let us know and we'll see it put think about uh you know putting a tournament together. Yeah, our Discord would love would love to host it. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Should we take a look at the uh the top eights this week, Pat? Yeah, sure. Go for it. You have it up because I don't. Nope. All right, let's find them. <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> you usually do this. <laughs> I do usually do this. You're, you're right. You're right. Oh, I guess it's not on here. Oh, wait. Legacy Challenge. It's from 3-7. Yeah, I, I don't see the Legacy Challenge. I was supposed to deck list yet. Really? Yeah, that's, that's something that um, I think is true. I, I've been hearing a lot of chatter on Twitter about it. Oh, okay. That sucks. They haven't posted deck lists in quite, in quite some time. Uh, so, yeah. Unfortunately, Watsi has not posted deck lists since the 7th, which uh, sucks. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know. I hope it's just like some interns on vacation or something like that and not a uh, shift in policy. We'll uh, we'll check back on that. Um, they might they might just be busy with something else. But uh, thankfully, the community has such awesome people like Joseph Dyer, who does his own gorilla style data analysis uh, breakdown. Uh, and the LDC Discord server for collecting all the data. So we do have some stuff to talk about. We just unfortunately don't have deck lists. There's only one uh, deck list I want to talk about. Well, there's only one deck I want to talk about today. What's that, Pat? That's that's the sixth place finisher because they're a patron of the show. Oh, yeah? What uh, yeah, are that's we it. talking about? The challenge? Because there was also 
the super qualifier as well as the challenge. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the super qualifier. Let me look at that. Uh, dude, 308 players in the super qualifier legacy event. That's pretty dope. That is a that is probably one of the largest legacy tournaments we've had in quite some time with quarantine. It's got to be right. Yeah, well, because of quarantine, like nothing's happening. I mean, that would have been right. That would have been a fairly large legacy tournament before quarantine. Now it's probably the biggest legacy tournament available. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I have noticed a lot of players are really utilizing magic on online right now. Just mm. everyone, everyone's locked at home, and you want high quality legacy. It's the place to go. I do like how everyone's like having like these like webcam stuff. I think that's like really, really cool. But like, yeah. like actual winning prizes for like legacy leagues and legacy challenges and legacy uh, prelims. Well, it's just the rise of rental services too. Like I love paper oh, magic, yeah. but if I'm sitting at home, I want to play at magic online because it just makes it so much easier throwing decks together and, mm-hmm. you know, quickly editing decks. Like I, some people find like sleeving relaxing or therapeutic for me. It's a chore. I, I yeah, hate yeah, sleeping. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's sleeving legacy decks is or sleeving decks in general can be a real pain. It's like my least favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, should we take a look at the challenge first or the super qualifier first, Pat? Yeah, let's do the challenge yeah. first. Uh, the 21st. Yep. 21st. The one on the 20th was pretty small, I think, mainly because of the uh, the super qualifier on the same day. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, oh, I see. Yes, yeah, sixth place Ozymandias. Yep. With uh, Rug Delver. Oh, yeah. Um, Does it have nimble mongooses? That's the real question. <laughs> we don't know. The world may oh. never know. <laughs> um, so we got uh, first place was Lands. Uh, second place was Karn Echo. Third place was Bant Control. Fourth place was Death and Taxes. Uh, fifth place was Four Color Control. Sixth place was Rug Delver. Seventh place was Lands. And eighth place is Ice Station Zebra, <laughs> which I have heard, but I don't know what that deck actually is. It's, it's Tin Fins with, um, with uh, Magus of the Mind, I believe. Is that what it is? I think so. <laughs> uh, you know what? You know who would know? Our friend... Uh, Josh. Yeah. Uh uh I can't remember his last name right now. Big big uh Bigaman. Josh would know. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure Ice Station Zebra is uh let me just find it real quick. Apparently it's a 1968 thriller action movie rated G. <laughs> so it must be great. This is a Cold War era suspense and espionage film and it's rated G. <laughs> what? So yeah, so <laughs> So give me your gun, sir, please. Uh, Ice Station Zebra, <clears throat> excuse me, is a Children of Corliss Vampire Hex Mage Grizzlebrand deck that's also running uh Cabal Therapy and Tombs, Exhumes. Uh it's running Living Wish for its sideboard package. Oh um Shallow Graves, Unmask, Unburial Rights. Oh, yeah. I guess this isn't playing Mag unless it's got Magus in the sideboard. Okay, so this is not the Magus one, so I, I must be mistaken. Um, but it is essentially Tin Fins, right? Uh, yes, I'm looking at a list right now. Uh, well, it's also running Dark Depths combo. Yep. So that's unusual for most Tinfin's lists. It's like they took five different combo decks and just jammed them into, <laughs> into, yeah. seven, in, into a 75 cards. I know Josh is going to kill me because we've talked about this deck before. We have. Uh, I knew I recognized yeah. the name. Yeah. Yeah. So this is not the Magus one. I'm trying to think of the name of the Magus one. There's this, uh, let me see if I'm going to go to the LAL Discord 
and see if anyone remembers what the Magus one is. That's hilarious, man. I'm really upset we don't have decklist this week because I would love to see what this person's decklist looks like. Yeah, I, I'm also really I'm. This the, it's the question that has to be answered: mongooses or no? <laughs> like I have. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure, for sure. Um, taking a look, uh, Joe also put together some really nice uh, data analysis. So we have kind of the percentages of things and. Uh, to no one's surprise, Tempo Dex still dominating the format. Uh, Blue Red Delver and Rug Delver combined are making about 26% of the format. Wow. Yeah, that, that doesn't supply, surprise me too much. I mean, there's only, there's only so many decks that can be effective against Force of Will Days Wasteland, especially after the Astrolabe ban. Right. It, ju it just makes sense. Wow, what's actually really interesting that I would not expect is uh, it might just be low data sample size, but uh, land-based decks and stompy decks have a what looks to be about a 70% win rate, which is the highest win rate of any archetype in this uh, challenge. Yeah, have you guys seen that um, instead of mono red prison, it's mono red giant stompy? Yes, yeah. Yeah, that, that deck's been 5-0-ing. Really? Like, quite, quite a bit. Um, I have a Bizarro Storm is the uh, is the one with Ma Magus of the Mind. By the oh, way, thank you, Pat. Shout shout out to the LAL Discord for for helping out with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so what what's yeah? Ice Ice Station Zebra is is the depths <laughs> plus ten fins. The depths comma plus ten fins. Uh, sorry, Pat got so hooked on the idea of Ice Station Zebra. <laughs> I, I did. The world I, has I love, turned. I love, the world has turned. We've moved on. No, I'm sorry, but <laughs> <Moved> on. <laughs> I, I can't help it, Jerry. This listen. This podcast has tin fins in its blood. It go, it runs yeah. deep in this podcast. I mean, you got to think, man. Way way back when we first started in 2014, and it was OG Jerry and OG Adrian, and tin fins was all the rage. I'm pretty sure, like at least three or four of the first 10 episodes of leaving a legacy were about tin fins. <laughs> oh, he, oh yeah. He brought it up all. I love it. I love so, it. So I'll tell you, I got into legacy in 2014 after Jeep, after Grand Prix, New Jersey. And I Googled podcasts and I found your guys's podcast. And I had no idea about the format much at all, but I did know about tin. Fins. <laughs> I, I knew <laughs> I definitely, I always remember Adrian saying he was going to swing by a card shop and pick up some cards, <laughs> like four tin fins. Oh, yeah. That's something yep. that I do. I do remember. Don't that. don't hilarious. know anything about the format, but I know all the intricacies of how to play tin fins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I knew what shallow grave was before I knew about four. <laughs> so wow. Can I? Can we just talk about it? Like the perfect encapsulation of ignorance is bliss. I knew about shallow grave before force of will. <laughs> Uh, but tell me Danny about this uh this giant stompy list that you've been seeing yeah i mean it's it, it's interesting um a friend of ours nathan lipetz has been um running it um it uses it's basically just mono red prison you just take out the rabble masters and you add in some giants i'm trying to find his list here that and... might be the title of this episode by the way i knew about shallow grave before force <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it right now, but it just is a bunch of giants. It uses that one giant that has like landfall when it, when it, whenever land enters the battlefield, you can choose one of two options uh, from, Oh, um, uh, what is the name of that card? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Hold on. Yeah. I'll, I'll find it. Now I have to find it. Hold on. Tec tectonic giant. Yeah. 
Yeah, it uses Tectonic Giant and then another Caldeheim Giant. Um, and then it's just Mono Red Prison. Um, Nathan Lightpets is the guy who um, kind of championed this deck. And now a couple other people have taken, they've all gotten five, five O's with it. Nice. So Tectonic Giant, two red, red for a three, four. When Tectonic Giant attacks or becomes the target of a spell in a uh, opponent controls, choose one. Tectonic Giant deals three damage to each opponent. Exile the top two cards of your library. Choose one of them until the end of your next turn. You may play that card. Oh, so it's kind of like a goblin rap, uh, rabble master that draws cards instead of makes goblins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, he's had quite quite a bit of, of of success with it. That's awesome. I'm guessing they're probably also running like Bone Crusher Giant as well. Uh, yes, Bone Crusher Giant is, is definitely in there. I'm trying to see if he played it in our event. No, he played Ban Omni on, on that night. Some giant tribal. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's cool. I mean, it just shows the speed that, like, I think the format's back in a pretty good spot when Chalice, I don't know, you have, like, Chalice forcible decks that are competing against each other. I just like that kind of magic. That's sick. Might have to add another uh, list to try out on Magic Online. <laughs> <laughs> sick. Uh, let's see, what else about the challenge? Anything else uh, catch your guys' eye? I'm surprised Lands is doing so well. I mean... I'm I'm just a little shocked by by that. that that deck's been off the radar for a while, right? Yeah, it's also a very small percentage. Only four percent of the decks were lands based decks, which probably means uh, there were between two and three lands players in this tournament. Wow. Uh, yeah, and I'm if I'm not mistaken, it has a 68 percent win rate. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, right. those that's, those that's three or four good. players might have just been very very good at the deck. Yeah, land seems like a deck that you have to really know how to pilot it in order to. Yeah. Shout out to Shiro. Let's uh let's mm-hmm. take a look at the super qualifier with the three hundred plus players because that'll maybe give us a little bit uh, more refined detail. Uh, so taking a look here, looks like the most winning decks of the super qualifier were vile decks and graveyard decks. Um, about looks like about sixty-ish percent on each of those. Is um is is Joe Dyer doing all of this? Yeah, Joe Dyer's been uh putting this all together. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's awesome. Shout out to Joe. He is yeah. the treasure of the community. Um, but yeah, so vile decks and graveyard decks are outperforming. Uh, rug delver deck or not just rug delver, but tempo decks still dominating the majority of the uh the player base. With wow, rug, rug Delver had fifty players in the event. That's huge. Wow, I think so. Rug Delver is still, I think, the undisputed, you know, boogeyman of the format. Yeah, I just I'm surprised by that. I really thought Blue Red Delver would would take it back over. I really, really did, considering that it just has like a more stable mana base, and you can Blood Moon people, right? <laughs> I'm just shocked by that. Uh, most winning decks were elves and death and taxes. Oh, elves, elves wins there. <laughs> good, good for elves. Yeah, I am a bit uh, hurt though. The most losing deck of the tournament was Omnitel with a about a thirty percent. No, not even a less than thirty percent win rate with Omnitel. Ouch! <laughs> that hurts. Ouch. 
Jerry, have you tried that blue white Omnitel deck yet? Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Yeah, I mean, it's just like Teferi play show and tell. Is that pretty much like? Yeah, like Teferi's amazing. Like, I if Teferi was blue red, I would be playing him in regular show and tell. (laughs) It's just unfortunately he was printed with a white in his casting cost. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, But even uh, like Infect was using Oko for a long time, but now Infect's back to using Teferi again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Teferi is very good. I run him in my Sharknado list. I think he's amazing. I just don't think he warrants switching out the color just because red is just so important to the deck. Yeah. Have Have you been having fun with that um, Sharknado deck? I have been. It is. Yeah, me too. I, I, I played it for like a couple weeks. It was a ton of fun. I just... I. I can't like when someone casts a turn one vial and you have two standstills. In yeah. Game, you, and, you want to jump off. Oh the my God. <laughs> it's like, just like, you know. Yeah. That's honestly, I need to figure out a way to win against vile decks. Cause vile just wrecks the Sharknado it's deck. So good. It's just like, uh, death and taxes, goblins, um, like humans, everything. It's just it's very hard. It's a very hard to beat. Right. I even started just running like Supreme verdicts in the deck to just try to just look okay, oh, at yeah. them, let them do their vile thing. That's fine. And then I'll just Supreme verdict it away. It doesn't. Work. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> vile just gets I run a Supreme verdict main in my list and uh, it's yeah. still not enough. Like, are, are you in the moat version? I am on the moat version. Yeah. Um, That's another reason I, I, I like magic online. Moats are like a dollar right. <laughs> on, <laughs> on, on magic. Uh, oh, I have a uh, Sharknado. So I have two decks in paper right now. I have my, my standby sneak and show. And then Sharknado is the other deck. Uh, that's like my fair deck. Cause it's like a blue white control list. Yeah. And I think these are going to be like my core decks that I, I keep as I, as I move forward, I'm going to kind of pare down my collection a little bit just because how absurd the prices are getting. I figured. Yeah, I, I did. Jerry. Yeah, I, was, I sold my whole collection in paper. Oh damn! Yeah, I mean, when the when the duels spiked up that high, I was like, my house needs a new roof. And <laughs> right, you know, you know, I I have cardboard to now put plywood on my roof. It, you know, you have to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think I'm gonna keep those two decks, and I'm gonna pair away pretty much everything else. Yeah, that's um, fair. But yeah, especially because I'm too lazy to resleeve into a new deck anyways. I'm just going to play these two <laughs> decks over and over again, and no matter what. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I uh, this is an interesting look at the the metagame we have here. Uh, let's take a look at the top 32. So Esper Vile coming in first, followed by Death and Taxes. <laughs> so definitely don't want to be playing Sharknado in this top eight. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, also Elves, uh, Ant, Rug Delver, Reanimator, Depths Combo, and Eldrazi rounding out the top eight. I'm interested to see um, that Eldrazi players list. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. I, I'm interesting how good. I, I mean, I obviously, I think they were probably on the draw because their chalice didn't stop those vials. But... Right. Yeah, kind of a rough top eight. Top eight. Reanimator's also not the best matchup for uh eldrazi either it's like oh you got a turn yeah. two five five i have a turn two seven seven <laughs> with lifelink flying and draw cards <laughs> get wrecked <laughs> yeah um but yeah this is uh this is a nice meta uh how do how are people's kind of opinion about the format right now i, I know there's going to be belly aching about legacy no matter what i for the most part you know feel happy with where the metagame is now it is a little bit concerning that, you know, 
Delver got a huge nerf with uh, Dreadhorde getting banned, and it's still putting up crazy results. <laughs> yeah, Pat's pretty happy about that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, I think it's in a phenomenal spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my, my biggest problem in Legacy right now is I don't know what to play because there's so many options. Like, I don't have, like, that my deck feeling, and that's just because there's so many options so i'm just testing out everything each week i'm like playing something new but i'm kind of landing on dredge i think dredge is um dredge kind of craps on delver Hmm. so it's 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 kind of nice that's yeah honestly i agree because delver really skimps on graveyard hate they run like some some surgical attractions maybe a graph diggers cage but after the printing of force of vigor it's like okay nice cage Mm -hmm. (laughs) really 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 nice cage on your end step (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious um yeah that's about all i got to say about that you got any same yeah nope nothing it's kind of it's hard it's hard to talk about it without the deck list that's where you get all i know the interesting i know yeah but say la vie hopefully uh that intern gets back from vacation soon so we can get those deck lists posted yeah i'm looking on mtg goldfish and seems like the last time that leagues were updated were, was on the sixth and everything else is from like um let's see paper legacy discord um uh, paper legacy discord it's all paper legacy stuff from discords that are being up updated on goldfish that, that's it oh huh. damn oh well interesting sucks to suck i guess <laughs> <laughs> uh well should we get into some scoops and poops pat Sure. Yeah, let's get into it. Whoops. Who are you scooping in top eight this week, Jerry? Uh, I just got a scoop in uh, Joe Dyer for putting this together because without it, we would have nothing to talk about about, you know, I know one of the largest legacy of tournaments we've had in a year. Yeah, that's a bummer. And that's a bummer. If it wasn't for Joe. We would have no insight into it. Uh, so thank you, Joe. Really do appreciate all the work you put into it. Uh, you know, it really does make a difference for the community. Agreed. What about you, Pat? um well i'm gonna scoop in danny and i'm gonna scoop in everyone who does you know guys like eric and uh everyone who does you know community-based stuff to really provide legacy experiences for everyone who you know doesn't want to play necessarily like you know on in magic online tournaments or doesn't have access to all that stuff i love people being able to play outside that system um people you know still be able to use the program but not have to play in the uh, actual tournaments and stuff um you know obviously being able to play for free is amazing uh, with Eric's thing, you can play with the cards you already have. You don't have to invest in anything else, which is awesome. So just a shout out to all the people who who really put – I mean, it's a ton of work to run that league, Danny, I'm sure. I mean, oh, I mean, how what, I remember back in the day, we even did a podcast for for a short yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, I actually thought about this, Pat. I think that was actually how you and Tom Hep got introduced. Was through uh, the, was, through was it? I feel like yeah. I knew him before. I feel like I, I might have known him before so, that. I'm not sure. I actually tracked it back because like I was looking at the first events because we're coming yep. up in like four like four years. Yep. Um the first time I ever heard of Negator 77 was in the community legacy league. He was in okay. our first like three events. And then I remember us having a podcast about it for like, yep. a, short, a, yep. a, a short time. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just awesome. But yeah, it is, it's it is a lot of work. It's like a part-time yeah. job. Yeah, oh yeah. For, so shout out to you for doing all that work. I mean, it's 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 for sure a labor of love and it's not an easy task. So I hope you're getting your druthers and people are giving you enough props because it's, I mean, I know you do it. I know you do it for the love of the format and it's, it's amazing, um, but it's a ton of work. So, uh, I, you know, I, I give you huge props for that. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, thank you. 
Nick, what about you, Danny? Who was uh, who do you want to scoop in? Uh, I want to scoop in uh, Pat and Jerry uh, for uh, yeah for bringing me on. Let me talk a little bit about the Community Legacy League. We really appreciate it. You know, we're always trying to grow. Um, and then also, I really want to scoop in Card Hoarder just one more time. You know, having them sponsor this event is just absolutely amazing. Like they really, for a while, I, we were I was basically privately funding it, mm-hmm. and it was uh, quite draining. So when they stepped in and really um, and really took like took it by the reins and just made it there. You know, they just, they, had, they asked nothing of us, absolutely nothing. They're just, here's, here's this because the community's great. Enjoy it. So shout, shout out to card hoarder. That's awesome. Sick. Nice. Cool. 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 That about awesome. Anything else, Jerry, before we wrap up? Uh, I had something and my mind went blank. So no, uh, Danny, can you, can you send me either in Facebook or whatever the link oh. for the discord? Oh sure, yeah. I'll um I'll send you the pre Innistrad one too. Yes. yes, please. And I'll put that I'll put that in the show notes for yeah, today. Yeah, that reminded me. Yeah. So check check the Facebook guy, group guys for those links. And also uh, you know, let us know, tag us uh if you want us to put together kind of a uh, a pre modern uh league that allows the time spiral cards. Cause I feel that'd be feel cool. That'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. I would I would love to get in on that. Like I I will be more than happy to help you guys get that up uh, up and running. Hell yeah. Sick. All right, guys. I think that about does it out. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it for us this week, guys. Um, obviously, you know, you can find uh, find Danny in the Community Legacy League. We'll have the links in the in the uh, show notes. And as you know, you can follow us on Twitter at LALMTG. Not doing a lot there until paperback paper comes back in person, but you can follow us there. Um, you can find us on Patreon, of course, and definitely join the Facebook group. And if you want to email us. You can email us leaving a legacy at hips of the coast.com. And as always, shout out to Justin, our audio tech, our sound engineer. And uh, also, I don't know, Jerry, if you knew, but he is uh, he's like an animal guy and he wants to become the new Tiger King. I heard. So wow. just you know, keep an eye out for that. That's uh, that's some pretty sparkly boots to fill. Yeah, yeah. let's say uh, start with a bomber. Jack. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I am never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone, you know, how you can get like custom printed credit cards. Someone printed that, <laughs> that meme on the credit oh, card. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really oh, good. Oh, that's so good. Really good. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks everyone for hanging out. We'll catch you all next week. Bye. Come on down to